everyone. And we're back! <laughs> this is Daniel. And Holly. And you're listening to Halfway Saints. Again. We're back again! <laughs> it's just going to be 20 minutes of Holly shouting, we're back. We're back! <laughs> I'm not joking, it's going to be pretty rough. No, no. I'm going to be good. Okay. I'm going to be good. But we've missed you! <laughs> <laughs> we haven't spoken to each other since our last podcast, so... We... <laughs> Holly and I have a lot to talk about. <laughs> That's our rule for not podcasting. We can't talk to each other. <laughs> Parenting <No>. is so hard. <laughs> what? Parenting is so hard because you can't talk to oh, each other. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I meant I don't talk to you unless there's a, a recorded record of what's been said. <laughs> you would, though. It would, be, it would be nice to have a record, to read it back. We just need to hire a stenographer. Oh, my gosh. This is getting way out of hand. <laughs> but... Hi. Hi. Listeners. So we have started, well, we ha- we're doing it now, <laughs> but we decided to start back up with the podcast, record yes. some new episodes. Um, it has been a while. It's been since last November, so it's been about 11 months since we released something. Because we had just had a new baby. Mm-hmm. We just had Isaac, who just turned one uh, like a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a lot has gone on, but kind of... Before we kind of hit some highlights, uh, just kind of explaining why we decided to go back to the podcast. Because when we oh, yeah. and we'd left off, we were thinking maybe we could pursue new things. We were kind of excited for new opportunities that would kind of pop up. Um, but as it turns out, it was actually harder to find time to do other things than it was to both be free or you know both be able to sit down and do a podcast in the evening. And now that Isaac is has a pretty good fixed sleep schedule and all the, all the kids are asleep by seven thirty, and it's been pretty consistent for a few months now. So we decided since we didn't have any other time in our day <laughs> that if we're going to have evenings free, that why not start the podcast? I also think that it's a nice, Daniel and I, we have a very good like communication relationship, mm-hmm. but it's different whenever we are podcasting. We have like a we're a lot nicer to each other when it's being recorded <laughs> and other people are listening. We, I don't know, I, I learn a lot from you. I do in regular life too, but in this setting, I think that there's a little different dynamic and I kind of missed it. Yeah. And a lot of things that happen and I, was, I want to talk about that on, one time I had a theological question and I was like, maybe we should record this, but I'm glad we did it because you didn't have an answer. <laughs> I did come to an answer eventually. Remember, yeah. and I was right in the end. I, had, I don't even remember my question. <laughs> so. You had a question and I got it right. There you go. Because mm-hmm. it was know. a right or wrong situation for sure. Was it? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is possible. But um, yeah, so I've thought about it a couple of times and then we just looked at each other and said, could we do it again? Mm-hmm. And we said, yeah. Yeah. And we said, yes. <laughs> so we got Surprise! the papers, we got the request notarized and we put in our podcasting papers <laughs> Luckily, it was less than a year, so we're still active. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, none of pod- that exists. <laughs> there, as you can tell, there's little regulation in who can put out a podcast. Uh, but, but yeah, it's been a lot going on. Isaac's one. So Isaac was a baby, and now he's one. He yeah. grew up a lot. He had to wear a helmet. He doesn't have to wear the helmet anymore. Yeah, he had a helmet because he had a misshapen head. He had a pretty big flat spot in the back of his head. Which I always thought it was just the back spot in the back of his head but it was pushing all of his well it was pulling all of his facial features backwards on one side mm. 
So I saw the scan in his eye and mouth were like drooping backward toward the not flat side. So we decided to do a helmet. But he's also super cute, so that prevented us from noticing that sooner. <laughs> I know, he's too cute to notice. Yeah, but now he has a nice, perfect little hazelnut-shaped head. It's true. It's a little squary, but it's good. Yeah, it's all right, it's all right. But, but he's, doing, he's doing really well. The, the boys love him. The other boys kept on growing. <laughs> They're both in school now, so mm-hmm. Holly has three days a week. She has the mornings to just her and Isaac, and Isaac naps during that, so she has a little bit of time to herself three days a week. It's actually really, really nice. And Isaac's still napping in the morning, so mm-hmm. I get like an hour and a half of work time. It's pretty magical, yeah. but... But. It's not going to last long, so I'm really milking it. Mm-hmm. But, yep, Jack and Blaze are in school. Jack's really loving kindergarten, really excelling. It's a little more structured, which I think he needed. Mm-hmm. And Jack, oh, Blaze <laughs> loves to see Jack across the hall because they're at the same school together. Um, they're both really thriving at school. Mm-hmm. I think Jack, his whole life has been waiting for kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. He's also learning a lot more. Like, he's starting to learn letters and read words and he can like read things now which is kind of tricky because then if we say something says something he can actually check and see mm-hmm. and we can't spell things anymore yeah because he's learning how to spell like it's... he can't have the c-a-k-e no he'll he'll sound it out i know yeah so. um but yeah things have been really great it's been a really great year ja- it's been well it has been really great um it's been really sweet to watch the two boys with little isaac especially mm-hmm. Jack, because Jack and Isaac are just like two peas in a pod. Yeah. And Blaze also is doing really well and has started to play with Isaac a lot more lately. Just seeing them both, like, I always heard before we had three, that three is great to have because um, instead of just one working for the good of the other in like a two-sibling relationship, it's two working for the good of another, and so they work more as a team. But seeing it in action is really sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. And seeing them love him so much. I mean, they, like, smother him with kisses. Yeah. It's just the sweetest. Yeah. And Jack wants to play with him, and Isaac just, like, lights up. Yeah, Isaac will be, like, in a bad mood and see Jack and feel better. Yeah. Like, and Jack really likes to have Isaac time during the day and gets upset when he can't have time, mm-hmm. which is him and Isaac. It's. And Jack does this thing that, like, to grown-ups, it's like, okay. It's just like a kid thing, but he like falls down all the time, mm. or he like blah 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 does that stuff. <laughs> He's which... really into slapstick. That's his. And he always has choice. Been. And it's just like not totally my humor because mm. <laughs> he's five. <laughs> but man, Isaac thinks it's hilarious, and it's just the best. Yeah. So it's been a really sweet year to watch them grow in that relationship. And Isaac is the cuddliest baby we've had so far. Because oh. when he was very small, Jack would, quote unquote, teach him to hug. But it works because now Isaac hugs all the time. And not just like, oh, a little hug. He like wraps his arms around your neck. Squeezes. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. I went out of town in June. I was in Denver for a few days. And when I came back, Isaac was really excited to see me and gave me the sweetest hug and just squeezed me so hard. And, is he's he's still a cuddler. He if we we've started if he wakes up early and Holly feeds him and there's just like ten minutes before the big boys wake up, we'll bring Isaac into the bed with us. And lately he's just been like laying there like a little doll, like snuggling with us and not and if we had Jack in our bed at any age, he would just like wriggle and try to get out and mm-hmm. wouldn't sit still for five minutes. But and Isaac, Blaze never would. He just wasn't a cuddler. Like yeah. That. He likes to he would be a little bit, 
You're not not as much as Isaac. Yeah. Blaze would if Blaze would sit next to you and like read a book forever. Yeah, but you would have to entertain him. Yeah. Um, but Isaac just loves to cuddle, and it's really, really sweet. And he also has a lot of hair. He has the most hair oh of any gosh. pig we've and had. And he's the tallest. He's and, the yeah, tallest. Yeah, so. But he also moves nonstop, much like Seriously? Jack did. Seriously. He's not walking yet, but he's just crawling and, like, pulling himself up and cruising and climbing up our stairs. He's just... <laughs> 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 he does not stop moving. <laughs> uh, but it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's been doing well with his job. Mm-hmm. Everything's been going pretty well. Yeah. Um, I have been chugging along with my business. Holly's being modest. She's been doing really, really well. A lot was, of things. I was going to say it. Okay. okay. But, oops. Oh, oops. I touched the microphone. She was doing well until she hit the microphone wire. Sorry, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. But, um, yeah, so my business got to do a collaboration with Anthropology. And so I have four pieces that are coming out. The third one, nope, the fourth one hasn't come out yet, but mm-hmm. I did a pillow uh, for like their fall collection. And then for holiday, I have an advent calendar and a stocking and an ornament all coming out. So it's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Literally a dream come true. Um, so stoked. Last weekend, we got to go to the store and see the pillow there for the first time. Mm-hmm. That was um, yesterday. Not last weekend. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That was about 26 hours ago. (laughs) But that was, it just is, it's just really cool. So business is going really well, really busy, but it's been perfectly in line with the boys starting school. Mm -hmm. And I'm really good at time management now, kind of. (laughs) I want to say really good. No, when you actually sit down at your desk and do work, you're good. You're good at it. It's getting you to there, to the desk. Yes, that is true. Yeah. But, also, oh, I bought a laptop. Yeah, we bought a laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a dinky little Chromebook, but I can remote desktop to my big computer down here in the basement. It's like one of those refrigerator size <laughs> server stacks. <laughs> no, but it is like a serious computer down here. And so I've always been chained to my desk because I obviously it's a desktop, so I couldn't take it anywhere. But now that I have a laptop and can remote desktop, it's been a game changer mm-hmm. because I can do work upstairs while the boys are coloring with crayons or I can um, take them somewhere and do it if I have Wi-Fi. So mm-hmm. it, it's hugely advantageous. So. Yes. Ooh, good, good word. <laughs> Holly's also been studying for the SAT. <laughs> but it has been really great. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm really, I don't make a lot of big purchases for myself and that was very exciting. It was. Is there anything else to update? Uh, nope, kids and laptop. <laughs> I think we covered it. I mean, there's a there's a bunch more, but it's really it's just been really a great year, and we've been um, just realizing how much we have and how great everything is, um, which kind of leads us into our topic. Oh. So, and this was really this happened, and both of us were kind of like we we should podcast about this experience because it's really just been one of those things where, it, in the moment, we noticed it and was like, this is really awesome. Uh, so. It was probably a month ago. It was before Labor Day, right? Yeah, it was like summer. Because my mom, yeah. Which is, yeah, so before <laughs> Labor Day, technically. No, but it wasn't like just before Labor Day. It was no, like it was the, the weekend before my mom came. She came over Labor Day weekend. I have no idea. It <laughs> <laughs> was a little while ago. So I actually do remember what it was. <laughs> Why did you ask? I said it was before Labor Day. And then I said, oh, it was because before my mom came and oh, she okay. came over Labor Day. And then I interjected. And then you interjected. Oh, we have a niece. 
Yeah. Oh, something we else, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> something else that happened. We have a niece. She was yeah, born my, in January. My sister had her first daughter. And she's super sweet mm-hmm. and super adorable. We've got, we just got to go visit them last week. Um, and it's really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in North Carolina. And mm-hmm. I guess it's okay. What? I was like, oh my gosh, am I supposed to say they're in North Carolina? Oh, but people that's find broad them now. <laughs> that's broad enough. Because there's two main families in North Carolina. <laughs> so if it's not the one, it's probably the other. No, no, no. But yeah, she's great. And it's mm-hmm. really, she's our first... Our first cousin. Yeah, our first niece or nephew. So it's really fun. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, we forgot about that one. Sorry. <laughs> Probably a lot of other stuff that we just forgot about. Yeah, but we'll, they'll just anyway, come we, out we as we it. talk. Yeah, sure. Anywho, so here we were the weekend before Labor Day. <laughs> um, we had gone out. It was a Thursday. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had done something. You had picked me up from work. Anyway, we're all in the van. We were celebrating something. We are celebrating something. I don't know. Was it a feast day of some sort? Someone's feast? I don't know. Anyway, we had gone out to dinner to get hamburgers at this really good hamburger place. So good. Um, and when we were getting back in the car, there was a car like a few spots down from us that was getting put on a tow truck. And of course, the boys wanted to sit and watch. So we like had the doors open and we were watching them pull the car into the flatbed of the tow truck. And they're like, we finally, it was like, probably 10 minutes of watching that we finally got them in buckled and ready to go and so we started the car we were driving out of the parking lot and like the radio kept flickering and the car was like stuttering a little bit yeah the any like brakes kept going in and out and i like got into a parking spot and turned it off i figured we just needed to like turn it off turn it back on there's just like a short the radio or something and it wouldn't turn over they're just doing the click 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 um so the car had died. <laughs> wouldn't start. Long story short. Um, and we, so we called AAA and it was like, it was after dinner. It was probably like six o'clock. And I think they're like, oh, we can get to it at like nine. Wasn't it like a few hours? Wait, it was a while. Or yeah. maybe like 8.30. And so we waited around and then we decided, since we weren't far from home, that I was just going to walk home. Walk slash run. I was still in my work clothes. <laughs> so I couldn't really run. Um Run back to our house, grab my car, and come back, which was like, it's probably a little over a mile from the house. Uh-huh. Like um, 1.2 miles, actually. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, I remember the triple A. Oh, okay. The triple A one was like, oh, you're only 1.2 miles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just just wondering casually, how you knew that. Casually dropped that. I was like, mm, 1.2 miles. <laughs> anyway, so I, I walked home quickly at a brusque pace and then got my car, which my car is a stick shift, so Holly can't. Um, Drive it. Drive. Also, I got a new car. That happened oh, too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right? Yeah, it was in November year. last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so what? <laughs> right when we quit the podcast, she went right out. Man, it. I got my new car. <laughs> I got my nine-year-old new car. <laughs> um. Anyway, walked all the way back, got my car, had to drive back to the van, put all three car seats in my back seat, and it's a Ford Fusion, so it's a sedan. So. Really just tight. barely enough room. We had to put Jack's booster seat in the middle. No, we had to take yeah, off his little yeah. We had to take <laughs> off his armrests of his <laughs> of his booster seats so he could fit in there. Um, and they got in there, and they were all three of them were so excited that they were so close to each other. And Jack was in the middle, and he could see Isaac, and Isaac was so excited. Um, before so before you get there, so that meant Daniel walking home. That meant mm. that in between dinner and 
past what our normal bedtime was, Jack, Blaze, and I were just hanging out in the shopping center, not yes. knowing if, if Daddy made it home. We didn't know who would, like what was going to happen to our van. We had to stay close so we could see if the tow truck came. Mm-hmm. And the tow truck never came, so the boys are like, what's going on? And like freaking out. But we hung out at Old Navy and mm-hmm. played with the gumball machine. No, the bouncy ball machine and the lights from the ceiling and mm-hmm. stuff. And <laughs> But I held down the fort while Daniel walked briskly mm-hmm. back to our house. Also, when our car wouldn't start, I immediately thought that this was like the start of some survival horror movie. Like somebody set off an EMP and like, oh, that car's not working. Our car's not working. <laughs> like, this yeah, because is... we saw the other car before not yeah. working. Yeah. It's weird. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Strange, huh? <laughs> Anywho, so I got my car, came back, and it took a couple of days to get the van fixed. So we were stuck in my car, all three of them, um, throughout the whole week. And we. It was the weekend. The weekend. weekend. Yeah, it was a whole weekend. And we, like, drove around. We ended up having a blast. And it was just really fun. And we, you know, we could have just stayed home, but, like, nope, like, let's all pile in the car. And we went to, like, to go to the zoo or, like, to to a museum or something. We did a couple of things. Like, we just went about our normal weekend yeah but it was more fun because the boys were so excited to get into the car yeah and driving daddy's race car yeah because it's a stick shift and it's red so obviously it's a race car obviously (laughs) um but just the whole weekend was really really fun and i think from the very beginning it wasn't like a conscious decision that we made but we're like let's this is going to be fun let's turn the situation into something fun um and then even you know it would cost a good bit of money to get the van fixed and we were without it for a few days and just talking to mechanics is never never fun and you have to like they don't they like gloss over what you're paying for like mm-hmm. it's gonna be this much because this 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 and this this and it's like <laughs> you don't know what's an option and like yeah. anywho um but we kind of made a decision like this is going to be a fun weekend no matter what and it really i think because of that it was mm-hmm. like because we decided to make this a joyful moment, and and, just, we di- and again we didn't say it out loud to each other. It was just kind of our added like, it just kind of happened yeah. naturally. But even from like walking home, I sent Holly this gift of <laughs> somebody speed walking, <laughs> like a very <laughs> serious person speed walking. <laughs> it was just I was laughing so hard in the old navy, and then the boys are like, "What are you laughing at?" And I showed them the gift. They're like, "Oh, is that Daddy running?" <laughs> it's like a guy in like short shorts, speed walking, like a red baseball cap. <laughs> I was like, "No, that's not Daddy. Doesn't look anything like him." But he just was showing me what he looks like. <laughs> I was just imagining you walking. <laughs> Wearing my, I took off. Clothes. Well, I took off my like button down shirt, which is to my undershirt, <laughs> and I and I alternated what. <laughs> I didn't tie it around my waist. <laughs> I should have. I should have. Um, and I alternated. I would jog for a block and walk for a block. Because you go so much faster when you run. You know, Daniel always thinks that if you if you just run everywhere, then you get there faster. I, okay. It's not just what I think. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. But you also but get almost, all sweaty. Yeah, but I was yeah, already sweaty at that point yeah, anyway. because it was hot. It was, it was hot. Yeah, it was, it was the summer. It was established. <laughs> it wasn't even September yet. Um, but it, we were just kind of reflecting on how, how you can really enter into any situation with joy. Like it doesn't really matter the circumstances and kind of just helped us to reflect on how much we had at that moment. You know, Mm -hmm. like we had our three boys that are super silly and love, like they turned that moment into something, into something wonderful. And it it just, there was a lot of things kind of coalescing and, you know, we 
had another car because the reason I needed a new car is because my other car was kind of crapping out. Oh, like, and even that experience, like, I went to go look at a car. Remember, we all went out to like Devon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the one that I wanted to look at, they had just sent to another dealership with some paperwork. Like, I guess they used the cars to ferry paperwork back and forth. And I, they fax? <laughs> I, ever heard of a fax, guys? <laughs> they also rotate the stock in the lots. <laughs> Got to get this there quick. If only there was some other way. <laughs> Wait, we do no. Go ahead, do the dial-up tone or the fax tone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I want. They were like, "Oh, the car just left." And I'm like, "You can't turn around." Like, I want to buy this car. <laughs> anyway, but then I found another one, and it was much cheaper because it was a stick shift, and nobody. Better. Yeah. What? It was better. It was better, yeah. You love your car. I it's do love my one. car. But anyway, it was like an affordable car, and they ended up like giving me some money for my trade-in, which I wasn't expecting anything. I almost wanted to ask them, like, you tried to drive it, right? Because <laughs> like, it, it doesn't work. You know, this isn't a very nice car. <laughs> um, but just that we had two cars that, that are drivable, mm -hmm. um, and that, you know, we had money to pay for the repairs, and it just helped us to stop because we were entered into that moment joyfully. We were able to stop and see how much we have. And we've, you know, having our kids and reflecting on kind of where we are, we've been really, really thankful for a lot of what we have and, and have taken a conscious effort to realize that not everybody has just the community and the kind of resources we have from our area. And I feel like in that situation with the um, car breaking down, I think that for me at least, like, it was this situation where I could have, I could have let negativity mm. and like really like a lot of grumpiness i could have like i could have let that into the situation <clears throat> but it was a foreign thing coming in and it i didn't i didn't let it come in and so because i didn't let it come in we just continued on with our fun mm. night together yeah but it wasn't so much of a like um for me, at least, it wasn't like an active, like, hey, I'm going to be really joyful about this. It was just like, this is our situation and nothing's going to, nothing's going to mess that up. Mm -hmm. And so it was more of a like, like on the defense versus the offense. What's the song? Like, ain't nobody going to steal my joy. What song is that? Oh, I can, I can hear it. You can hear it. Let it go. Let it out. Steal my joy. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that the fax noise again? <laughs> no, that was the, it's the end of it. And, um, mm -hmm. yeah. is it like a Caleb song? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely a Caleb Definitely. song. But Blaze used to sing that. Oh. Because at the end, it says, Steal my jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze used to sing it like that. And that's why it's the only mm. part I can sing. But, but yeah, it's it wasn't, for me at least, it wasn't um, that I was, that something would have had to take that joy away from me. Mm. And it wasn't that the situation did that. Right. Because it wasn't that bad. I don't know mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say. Here, it could have but gone the like, other way. Had you chosen to, like, been like, oh, this is terrible. Like, yeah. you have to wait. And, like, you can you can take the same situation and go into it joyfully. Or you can go into it without joy. And you're going to have different outcomes. Yeah. Um, and we had such a great out. Like, it was just a, most, mostly <clears throat> it was just like a regular all night. Yeah. We came home, you know, skipped a bath and went straight to bed because they were really late. But, like. It, 
we could have let it completely ruin the night, and then we just didn't. Yeah. And I think there have been a number of things that, situations that could have been, like, that were very serious situations. Um, was it in December when Isaac was in the hospital? Which time? He was in the hospital a couple times. Overnight? Overnight. Yeah. Um, the big one. <laughs> we stayed there for three days. Uh, yes, it was. It was in the Wait. winter. It wasn't because the guy who had the, um, sorry, had the candy canes, mm-hmm. I remember being like, it's not Christmas. Oh, so it must have been early December then. Or even November. Oh, you know what? It was right before he was eight weeks old. Because remember? All the spinal they had, tests. Yeah, they had to do a lot more tests because he was under eight weeks. And he was like oh. seven weeks and five days or something. Anyway, so Isaac wasn't breathing well and like was really congested. And Holly, it was like 3 a.m. She called the nurse or called the doctor and they said, like, call an ambulance. Like, call 911 and get him to the hospital. So we called it at 3 a.m. And Isaac had to go to the hospital. Ended up being there for three days. Mm-hmm. Three days, I think. Um, and it was just a very, like, scary experience. But it ended up, there was a lot of kind of um, grace in that situation. And afterward, we're kind of reflecting on it. And we it was 3 a.m. We called 911. Within five minutes, there was, like, two separate police officers showed up and sat with us until the ambulance came. We have two really great hospitals within like, I think they're like equidistant. They're both like five to seven minutes in opposite directions from our house. We have like two major children's hospitals nearby, like if Mm -hmm. we needed it. And there's, there's just so much that we have that like we would not get that anywhere else. Like it just happens to be where we live. We have these resources and it's been really spectacular and, just taking a moment to appreciate that we do have that. And then when we got to the hospital, the the doctor there who oh, was on yeah. call, we knew her. <laughs> she goes to our parish. Um, and we were, it was just like such a blessing to be like, we we felt very comforted and taken care of. And it wasn't anything of our own doing. Totally. And I think we, we kind of forget that God's grace doesn't just work in kind of very specific, like, oh, I have this illness and it's taken away. Mm-hmm. Like it just sort of the situation and this life that we've built is filled with grace. Mm-hmm. And we don't always realize it until sort of we come to rely on it. Mm-hmm. And I think when, when we lost Ren uh, two years ago, we kind of felt that too, that like our life is filled with grace. And in these trying moments, it just comes out and it kind of buoys us along. Um, but not only that, we can be joyful in it. Like yeah. we can have a good time while going through these trials. And we, sorry, go ahead. Um, well, two things that I was thinking about with, especially that situation with Isaac going in the, in the ambulance is I remember like, again, kind of the same thing I was saying before, but in the, I had to ride in the ambulance with him and I could have like freaked out. Mm -hmm. I could have very easily like gone through all of the scenario, like worst case scenarios, um, been like totally terrified, but I was just, nope. Okay. The ambulance is here. We're going to walk into the ambulance. Okay, we're at the hospital. We're going to walk. Like, taking it, like, step by step by Mm -hmm. step and totally relying on the Lord in that and giving him, like, asking for peace, receiving peace, and then just resting in that. And not, I think something that you have taught me a lot are two very, very big things is that, one, that are, like, the success and good and like what we pray for and all of those, like um, the prosperity that and the abundance that God promises us is heaven. It's not here on earth. It's heaven. And so setting my eyes on that. 
and then the other thing I can't remember. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> but it's <close>. <a> <laughs> I've taught you but, two things only, and you can't no, remember no, no. the second thing. No, I just lost my train of thought. Oh. But it's something along the lines that like heaven is the goal, and to to um, maybe take one. Oh, not to look so much in like the what ifs, to live live in the present moment right now, and to see like what what is in front of me at this moment and focusing on that because whenever you go in the past or into the future, it just becomes, well, none of that is even like within your control at all. You're only mm-hmm. in control of this present moment and not even then you're not, you're never in control. Right. You're but living in this present moment and that's the only time you can live in. That's way better. <laughs> so, um, but those two things came very, very much in handy during, um, the Isaac hospitalization and uh, when our car broke down because I couldn't, I, I could have very easily freaked out and I didn't because I knew that this present moment was all that mattered and that no matter what, we're promised the kingdom through Jesus. Mm-hmm. Rest in that. And also, if you kind of take it further, the the places where you can fall into sin come from I guess you can focusing too much on the present and not thinking of the future, but dwelling too much on the past or the future can mm-hmm. be what leads you into sinful situations. So if you're so mm-hmm. focused on something like in your past, you can't get by it or think you can't overcome it. You kind of like beat yourself down like, oh, this is, you know, all all these things behind me. I can't possibly overcome them like that can bog you down. And also being worried about what's going to happen in the future or um allowing fear of what's next to prevent mm-hmm. you from doing what you need to do now are areas where you can fall into sin and not sort of be where you're supposed to be and live the life you're supposed to live. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you, you miss out on joyfully living in the present and taking advantage of kind of the grace that God has given you in this moment and focusing on that here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think of um, Martha and Mary and how Mary's just like, the Lord is here. I'm going to sit with him. Like, yeah. I'm taking advantage of this moment. And Martha is very much worrying about kind of the past and the future. And she's saying, well, Mary, you know, Lord, she hasn't been doing all this. Like, mm-hmm. in the past, I did all this stuff. And I'm trying to do this. And I'm not <clears throat> simply focusing here on you. And I think you can carry that lesson into specifically being at Mass And we've started, one thing that I think has been really beneficial is we started praying all together, like in the van before we go into church for mass. And I always just pray that we can just take that moment in mass and with that encounter with Jesus in the mass to really just focus on that moment and not worry about like, oh, we lost my temper with the kids getting here and it was such a mess getting everyone in or after mass, like, oh, they're going to be such a pain to get them in the van. They're going to want to run around and climb trees or, you know, am I, did I miss the homily? Like, not getting caught up in that, but just sort of resting in that moment. Even, you know, when you have kids, it might be a very small moment. Um, It might be when your kid finally stops wiggling and just puts their head on your shoulder for five seconds. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the moment you need to kind of seize and really dive into Mm -hmm. because that's that moment of peace where you're in the presence of the Lord that you can really, I don't know. I just get the, the feeling of just being able to like embrace and like hold on to that moment and, and live in that grace. Oh, I just, Oh, Keep talking. I forgot something that was Oh, gonna... boy. Oh. Let's see. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. Um, so I've lately been reading um, the Bible before I go to sleep. And I'm just like blowing through the um, Gospels. The pages. I'm... I just hear. <laughs> <laughs> just going right through them. But, like, I, 
like I don't have my pen now. I'm not journaling mm-hmm. during it. I'm not like dissecting every sentence. I'm just like literally just reading it. Um, there's a guy that I follow. He's like the, a youth minister in Texas. His name is Ed- Edmund Mitchell. And I told Daniel, I think he's a creative genius. <laughs> um, but he is, man. He's like so, I don't know, the way that he does videos and I don't know. I just really like the way that he produces content. But he said one time, he like challenged Catholics to just read. He was like, just read through Matthew in one day. Just read it like a book. And I think that we can get too bogged up with um, dissecting it all that we missed, just like what happened. Mm -hmm. So all that to say, lately I have been reading the Bible and I've been stuck. I keep falling asleep. So I keep reading the same same little section over and over again. And it's when... um, when he said, Jesus says, like, um, he brings little, like, children close to him, and he says, whoever receives a little one like this can receive the kingdom. I'm not getting the words correct, mm-hmm. but it's, like, whoever accepts the child, a child, such as this, can receive the kingdom. Just said it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> she keeps reading it, so that's just how she understands it to be. I thought I'd find more words, but nope. It's okay. But anyway, so during Mass today, I just was like, I I can't focus totally on the homily. I can't focus totally on, I couldn't uh, focus on the Eucharist because Isaac was just a loud baby today. Mm, he was very loud. So loud and did not want to sit still. So I had to go in the back right after I received, which is not ideal. I like to pray right afterward. Um, but I just was sitting with him and he crawled around and he was so happy. And I was like, Jesus told me last night. That if I just sit with this one, I get to, I am closer to him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Yeah. And that's what we do at mass. And I just love it. I felt so rested by that. And I think just having kids and like living our life as a family, I think joy kind of having fun just has to happen for like a couple of reasons. Mm-hmm. One, it's for us, it's really hard for us not to have fun with our kids. Like just going out like a, some kind of silly game or the boys are going to do something crazy that they're going to declare. Like fun just happens. Mm-hmm. And like we try to really foster that space for like fun to just happen. And usually if you give the kids like a minute and like one object, they're going to make some kind of game out of it or make something fun out of it. Um, but two, it's not possible without joy, without fun. Mm-hmm. And if you're, especially in family life, if you're focusing on all those negatives, if you're taking the the joyless route, the negative route, and like, oh, this is so terrible, and oh, they're, like, we have to wake up early, and just... It, <clears throat> you, you can finish your thought. Okay. <laughs> if you're not injecting joy into those situations, it does get very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. And it's, like we said, there are situations, just here's a situation, you can have fun with it, or you can be miserable with it. It's kind of your choice how you're going to enter into it. And I think that one thing that it's it's really easy to fall into, like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner. I bet they're going to be really mm-hmm. restless. Oh, I bet they're going to do this. Yeah. I bet they're going to, um, you know, I don't know, get into something. I bet they're going to not eat their dinner. These are all dinner restaurants. <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> but whenever you, you you kind of project that onto them and they do mm. it, and then you, it's like, oh, man, he did it. Like, mm. I said this was going to happen. It's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I was right, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> but really, that is a very easy thing to fall into. Mm-hmm. I find myself still falling into that with, I mean, not only with children, but also with you, Daniel. What? <laughs> 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 but, like, sometimes... um. 
I something will happen, and I'll say, I bet Daniel's going to respond this way, and then you do. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't – I knew it. Like, I just – because I'm already ready to be mad about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So whenever you go into a situation with kids like that, because I feel like our culture is so fast to say kids with life is hard. Kids with <laughs> – wait. <laughs> I love when that happens. Uh, but not, <laughs> not, to, not me. to you. Um, life with kids. Life with kids is hard. And life with kids is hard because of this, because of that, because of that. And so then everyone's just waiting for those moments to be really hard. And whenever mm-hmm. they are, they're like ready to be angry about yeah. it. So, but if you have a different outlook on it and you say, no, ki- life with kids, I was it again. <laughs> life with kids is beautiful. Life with kids is a gift. Mm-hmm. And li- like, if you receive a child such as this, you will inherit the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go at it with that uh, perspective, it's it's so much more beautiful. Yeah. And it is so joyful. And I think kind of a good example of how we've managed to turn these like trying situations into like real opportunities for growth and for um, just kind of beneficial situations is we've Isaac usually he wakes up around six and then the big kids don't get up until about six thirty. So if Isaac wakes up at six and Holly has to go feed him, what I've started doing is getting up to and going down and cooking breakfast for me and Holly. And it's been this really great experience where I get a few moments to myself in the morning. I can make my coffee. I can make eggs. We can, like, sit down with just us and Isaac and have dinner. And so it's here's a situation. Um, or or breakfast. <laughs> whatever. How, how do you know? Whatever I'm in the mood for. <laughs> whatever I want to make. <laughs> um, but, but also, that's Daniel's favorite thing is to have early morning breakfast. Oh, I love waking up early. Mm-hmm. And making breakfast and coffee, having coffee early in the morning is mm-hmm. great. Um, but it's just it's just how you enter in the situation. And I think really, kind of the the life of a Christian. I think of living a joyful Christian life is finding those moments to to kind of find the grace in the moment and to give thanksgiving and praise and being like, hey, here's a great opportunity. Because ultimately, what Christ did was take the worst thing that anyone could imagine, like a brutal death on the cross and turn that into the most glorious thing to ever happen in the history of mankind. And it, it seems kind of silly to be like, Oh yeah, waking up is my cross. But like, no, we're called to kind of find the grace of these moments and find, I would say find delight. Cause sometimes they're not delightful, but really to, to find the joy in these moments and see the good in these particular moments. And I think that especially as Christians, that's kind of what we're called to do and what we're able to do because of Christ living within us. I think I like that word delight because that's kind of my um, <clears throat> motto for family life, mm-hmm. for you and for our children, is to delight in one another. And I take that from, like, in the gospel, or from Jesus saying that the two greatest commandments are to love God and love one another. Mm-hmm. And to love someone is to really delight in them. Yeah. And what they delight in, let that delight you as well. And so whenever you allow that, that, their joy to enter into your joy just so much more special yeah so much more um illuminating is right that, is that that's a word? good one no that was a good word because i see it just shine out of my body yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll be like holly did you leave the light on like oh no you're just shining oh it's just me <laughs> but, uh, so yeah so live live joyfully mm-hmm. um we're, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> no what are you gonna say that we're just really thankful. Our yeah. life is just 
I mean, like, our life is not great. You know, we... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Our life is not perfect. There are, like, struggles we have, and we're imperfect, and there are lots of situations that aren't ideal, and certainly not situations that aren't comfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had... We've had really great times over the year. In the past, you know, years past, we've had really rough times that have been very difficult. Mm -hmm. But in all of it, I'm just so thankful for every moment and how, in in everything, within the joy-filled moments, within the suffering moments, within the sorrow, within the deep sorrow that we felt, that in every moment we can feel Jesus there and that we know that he is there. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so relieving to know that he's in every moment he's not just in the good ones yeah and but because you know that he's in the hard ones it makes the good ones so much better right yeah (laughs) it's just really great oh can i share one thing yeah totally abstract or not abstract Abstract. (laughs) (laughs) i I did that 30 seconds ago (laughs) (laughs) no just this a couple nights, or not a couple nights ago, it was a couple of weeks ago. It was five years ago. <laughs> no, it was the summer. Stop it. <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago. We were sitting at dinner, and all of a sudden, for the first time in a long time, I'm going to start crying and get oh. at it. For the first time maybe ever in my life, like, I felt Jesus was with me. Like, like literally with me. Like, I could feel him, and I could feel this, like, intense feeling of love and I I mean it was just absolutely beautiful and I just had this big smile on my face (laughs) and I tried to look at all of you guys and say hey guys I like I love you I love you so much (laughs) and I couldn't because the boys didn't get it (laughs) (laughs) and they were just like oh yeah yeah (laughs) but that moment it just was so special and that I was able to share it with you guys and that it was at our dinner table that mm-hmm. he really showed that to me in a really profound way. I was able, and I, I still can't, can, but it's farther away, but like for the next week, I would go back to that moment mm-hmm. and I would say like, I know that I am loved and that I have, and but that love that he gave to me in that moment, I was all I wanted to do was to share it. Mm-hmm. And so to try to live back in that moment was really beautiful and that he gave that to me it was just a really nice gift and you know what's frustrating what is that i got that great gift and then i lived back in that moment and i feel like it's kind of gone away because i got complacent (laughs) (laughs) come on you know (laughs) but i got complacent about it and i was like oh yeah i'm doing great i can do all these things like i can slack on not being on my phone so much or i can slack on these other things and then you leave He's not as close anymore. And that's what that does. I would he's not. I okay, would say he's not, I'm as, not close. as close. You're not as receptive or perceptive. Thank you for clarifying that. That is very <laughs> accurate. Very, very accurate. Um but, but that, yeah. But that's the that's the thing. And that's kind of, you know, throughout our lives we have moments of grace that keep us anchored and we do, you know, drift in and out and we we you know, don't do as well keeping close to the Lord and things come up and we kind of push ourselves away. But I think those moments are there to serve as anchors to always bring us back. And I always think of, you know, when I'm feeling complacent or just sort of, you know, lukewarm, I think back like, you know, the, I've had those moments. Those those are real moments. I need to work to get back to that relationship mm-hmm. and to, you know, what do I need to do with my prayer life, with kind of what I'm doing, with who I'm interacting with? Like, how what do I 
need to do to improve that relationship and to get back into that spot where I can really see Jesus there and, and perceive him in my life. So yeah. good. So good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we wrap up, we want to let you know about something else new. Oh, yeah. That, did you forget? I did. <laughs> that we're thinking, uh, that we're not only thinking about it, we're going to do it. We're going to launch it. I'll let Holly explain it. So um, one thing that we as parents have wanted is that is something that the boys can listen to that is Christ-filled, that is uh, informational, um, educational, and faith-filled for them. As well as age-appropriate. Yes. I was getting there. Okay, excuse me. Um, and we were looking around for like podcasts and things and um, wanted to find something that was like geared toward the five and under crowd. Um, and we, having Jack especially, he is more sensitive than most other kids. And so we haven't been able to find that for him specifically. And so I kind of thought that maybe we could provide that and for other people who are looking for the same thing. As we were. So we're going to have a little sub podcast mm-hmm. where every day, right? Oh, I thought it was, was going to be once a week. <laughs> we'll see. In some interval. <laughs> TBD. But that um, we will go through the gospel reading and um, give just like a short five to ten minute reflection on that. Mm-hmm. And for some gospel readings, we'll have to, we'll like you know, maybe pare it down. We'll see. But take either parts of the gospel reading or the whole gospel reading and expand on that for the five and under kids crowd. Mm-hmm. Also, it'll be fun for, you know, probably eight and under, but yeah. really geared for the right. five and under. And like the reason being is that there are, there are a lot of great things that are geared towards kids, but, you know, especially with, you know, if you have a child who like Jack is very sensitive. So if he he was afraid of like petrified of King Herod for a long time, a long time. and like was like, but he's dead, right? And was like really nervous because hearing about the things that Herod did and all that. So not sort of censoring the scriptures, but making it palatable, making it understandable for young children, mm-hmm. so they can still understand the the message behind it, but maybe um, not emphasizing the parts that they can't really understand yet at that age yeah so um keep an eye out we mm-hmm. will keep you updated for what it's called mm-hmm. we don't have a name yet not yet we're working on that um but it will it'll likely be in the same um what do they call it the same feed as our regular yeah. podcast it'll mm-hmm. just be named something else yep so keep an eye just out an it'll eye be very out. obvious what it's mm-hmm. called um <laughs> and spread the word yeah please, once you see it once you see it if it's good spread the word <laughs> if not just ignore it we'll, we'll forget about it <laughs> Um, but yeah, so keep an eye out for that. If you have any, uh, suggestions or feedback or something that you think might improve that, um, or our main podcast, please uh-huh. always let us know. Um, you can send us an email at halfway saints podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Um, like us on Facebook. Um, and please, uh, pray for us, uh, um, and know that we'll be praying for you. Um, it really, really does, um, fill us with love knowing that. There are people out there praying for us who we have never met in person, who we've never met. Um, so we really appreciate that. And please know that we do pray for all of you. And if you w- want to send your prayer intentions, we would love to pray for you really specifically by mm-hmm. name and for what you need. So. Um, and that can just be for us. We won't share that. Oh, out. yeah. Unless yeah. you want us to, then we can. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
but we would really love to do that so please email us Mm -hmm. for that and we'll talk to you soon yeah and it's it's great to be back yeah it is bye everybody bye